Hey everyone, it's Saturn Dave, and this is Train Co. here with me on a Friday. How's Thanks going, for guys? joining us. It's going great, yeah. How are you doing? Doing great, doing great. I like our new intro graphic. That looked pretty cool with the yeah, you... all little posters. Did you replace it with Lola Bunny? I didn't check yet. No. Actually, that was just all an right. image I pulled. <laughs> just like an image I pulled gotcha. and clobbered stuff together to make our, our own little like MTV intro kind of gotcha. thing. And I figured, gotcha, you know, yeah. the two seconds of, like, the Nirvana <laughs> isn't going to, like, probably isn't going to trip any, you know, send any like, red flags. Probably isn't going to trip any. Who are we kidding? It's probably know, going anyways. Any red flags. Yeah. But uh, anyways, it's, it's going pretty good. Uh, everything's going well. We have a lot of, lot of news this week, don't we, right, Dave? We do have a lot of news. I was just checking our latency, but we look good. Uh, anybody in the comments, let us know if, you know, we start tripping, our, our, our audio gets ahead tripping or behind. <laughs> And I'll try to fix or it because I actually right. figured out how to fix it now. Yeah, but uh, what was the issue? Uh, the issue was like in OBS. There's like a sync. Like your your video takes longer to process than your audio because audio is easy. Yeah. So it was like, um, and you your your audio and video are coming from Discord, so they're kind of like baked at the same time, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's like for me, my webcam was taking longer for that that uh, footage to process. Uh, or at least a couple of milliseconds longer. So I was mm -hmm. like behind on last stream, but OBS has a sync offset. So I figured it out. Thanks to those YouTubers on YouTube <laughs> that, that the do YouTube tutorials. YouTube. That's right. The YouTubers are YouTube that YouTube. Oh my God. Yeah. It's hot in this garage. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm not in a studio folks. I am in a garage and it's hot here. Um, because yeah, of San Arizona's Diego. Arizona's not getting, not, not doing pretty well either. It's getting to the nineties, hundreds degrees. Yeah. No fun. <laughs> But uh, I can't complain because, you know, we have had I, I, you know, last week I was thinking, OK, next week might be boring because we had so much news last week. But no, no, another like not boring week of we have lots of news, lots of things to talk about. Listen, Dave, it's never boring on the Shiro show. <laughs> we'll figure out something, whether it be me yeah. juggling uh, glasses with Jojo on it. Right. Um, <laughs> dancing. Uh, talking about uh, different projects, uh, debating topics, whatever. One thing we did last week was we basically we basically kind of told you guys that if you had any projects that you wanted us to shout, we would be happy to do that. We'd be happy to put them up on the website and then talk about them on the Shiro Show. And uh, I didn't realize when I said that then that like this next week would be entirely about you guys. Like I, I looked at all of our stories that we have to tell and it's really all about you guys. It's about the community. It's about what's going on uh, and but what cool things be, you guys are as it should be. Yeah. What cool things you guys are doing. So we're just delivering the mail here. We're 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 telling the news, um, but it's all you guys that are doing the cool stuff, um, which is what we're going to get into right here. I'll bring up the the browser here. And we're going to scroll down. Whoop. Lots of cool stuff. Um, we kicked off the week. Well, we kicked off the weekend with a question to everyone on social media. Um, I made up this little image of, you know, Marty McFly uh, hopping out of a uh, Sega Saturn because he just. Is that how it happened in the show, movie? That's how it happened. He came back okay. uh, changing Saturn's past. Well, actually, we did a we did a podcast three years ago. Uh, it was like the what if cast with Sega Lord X and, and Pat kind of uh -huh. started, kicked it off saying, you know, we're the only podcast to go back and, and write history's wrongs or whatever, or to, you know, go yeah, back and change some, some dumb saying that I made, whatever it got me, it got me thinking, you know, like, why not, um, why not ask people in the community, people in the scene, what they thought 
you know, hypothetically would be the mo would make the most significant change. So this was like a fun little thought experiment. And I didn't expect mm -hmm. so many, uh, like I didn't expect so many answers from folks, but, um, and I'm going to make this quick, but um, I made like a little family feud board. So the top 10 answers on the board were everybody, like mostly everybody, even people who answered multiple answers, like their number one answer was uh, no early launch. And I think that no that is a good, launch. I think there's that's no a good one. A f there's no such thing as a free launch. And there's no such launch. thing as a free launch, but th there is an <laughs> early launch and it has detrimental effects. <laughs> I, you know, the truth, bit. the truth is that early launch kind of had ripple effects to, uh, uh, you know, for so many other things. I mean, we, we've talked about the tiger teams who were working on, you know, uh, day one development stuff, you know, day they were one so, DLC. and a lot of them just were not there. They're like, yeah, um, we're working on this project, but you're not going to have it for your early launch because our goal was, you know, <laughs> Saturn day. And, uh, you know, then you there was Saturn Dave. No, that's not what I mean at all, <laughs> <laughs> but nice try. <laughs> Trying my best here. Can't all be winners, my friend. Right. So no early launch resounding across the board. There were a few folks who, once I posted this up, they're like, oh, well, I don't really think that that would make that much of a difference. <laughs> it's just like, okay, you know, um, but mo this is not me saying this. I mean, I agree, but this is everybody in the community was basically saying that they didn't think that, that the early launch should have happened. And then the next thing is, of course, like um, this got the second amount of votes was uh, just more games, you know, more uh, which, which fans are taken care of right now, you know, 20, five years mm -hmm. later but um at the time i know a lot of people uh kind of had a chip on their shoulder about that and would have just liked more localizations more rpgs more shooters we just wanted that stuff like, didn't, didn't we literally get like one fourth of the library here in america yeah was it was Japan. crazy i mean maybe even less than one fourth yeah it's got to be less than one fourth because there were like about there's either there's over a thousand maybe two thousand uh, somebody's got to yeah, throw that in, in the that comments <laughs> you know but it was a lot there's a lot of games now mind you a lot of those are hentai games a lot of those are mahjong games hey, uh, games nonetheless we got a, we got quite a few like crazy uh visual novel things you know going on but for the most part saturn got or saturn got a lot of games in japan that we just didn't get mm -hmm. here so that was number two Moving along, number three. I'm sorry, 32x fans. I'm sorry, Genovi. I'm so I'm all, so all sorry. Three people of it. Andrew Rosa, Mastercast. I'm really sorry, but like there was a lot of 32x hate, or just like erase it from the history books, you know. Um, I'm just glad that they gave the Sega CD some respect, though. Yeah, as it should be. There actually was quite a few people. That's jumping ahead, of course, but there were quite a few people. I don't I don't actually think I have that on the top ten board, but there were quite a few people that just said, hold back Saturn and keep supporting Genesis just like Nintendo did with the SNES. Release a lot of like, you know, uh SVP games or you know SVP chip games or just like keep pushing the Genesis because it was doing financially well and would have continued mm -hmm. to do so for at least another year. Um, but I guess the, I guess the problem with that is then PlayStation gets way out ahead of you, you know, and, and it becomes really obvious that they're like the top dog there. So I don't know that that's, that's kind of hypothetical, but, uh, definitely lots of people saying they didn't want the 32 X. A lot of people saying they didn't want Bernie. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Bernie Stoller, but there are a lot of folks who are just like, uh, go back and make his, make it so that his parents didn't meet <laughs> or something. Well, that was messed up. That, that was, was messed, messed up. That's comment. messed up. That's a low, that's below the belt. You know, I mean, honestly, 
Bernie did. Can't you just say, just have it so he doesn't meet any Sega, Sega executives, like pop his tires, so he misses the meeting. <laughs> I for know the job it's just interview? like that's that's going a little, that's taking it a little far, you know. And I'm surprised. Maybe yeah. people misunderstand like what an impact Bernie had. Um, yeah, he made mistakes for sure, but I mean, he wasn't like as bad as people make it out. Um, just like Tom Kalinske I mean, wasn't and as reason, good as people yeah. think. You know, I mean, everybody makes mistakes. You know. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, and these are the reason one of the the Dreamcast was pretty successful in its marketing in the United States too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's popular. I'm not, I'm not a Stoller fan when it comes to the Saturn, but I do realize that he, he at least he didn't fumble with the Dreamcast launch. I think he did an okay job there. Um, yeah. And I, but I mean, you know, for all the good it did, you know. <laughs> anyway, uh, lower price, do? lower price. That's probably a really good one. I think, like it, if they were able to pivot right there on the spot and just say, you know what, forget it. We're gonna take a loss on this, and we're gonna just give it to folks at the same price as playstation might have made it more competitive just from the offset you know considering yeah. the early launch had already happened i would say that or it if might have were, sunk them completely it could have sunk them completely money. but here's the thing you're gonna <laughs> they ended up sinking anyway and losing a bunch of money anyway you know what i'm saying so oh, it might have been what's a year or two earlier it's a year or two difference <laughs> right yeah and then you know they might not have had to down the road give away like three flagship titles for free just to sell it at a discount um you've got yeah. 3d sonic pack in game that's you know that's kind of a no-brainer lots of people think that that wouldn't make a, a difference but i kind of agree that it that it definitely would make a difference in the west you know maybe not in japan but then that didn't matter you know they uh, you know, I kind of like to sold, think they sold it well in Japan. So. Yeah, they should have just done what they do in Japan, done it their way, and and agreed to let us do it our way, and just kind of like have it, and 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 then in Europe, like let them do it their way without the influence of Sega of America for Europe, because there were quite a few uh, European fans who were not too happy about uh, Sega of America's influence on the way they did things in Sega of Europe. So I think every territory just kind of wanted to be able to do things their own way. Um, and that's just not what happened, you know, um, better dev tools, Badness. better dev, dev tools and libraries would have happened without the early launch though. So you see how it's like, uh, you know, putting the cart before the horse or whatever, you know? So anyway, uh, if you don't have you an early launch, then you have one. more time for better dev tools and libraries, um, fully 3d hardware. I don't know about that one. I love the fact that Saturn's a 2D powerhouse. Um, I know that's a if cliche anything, statement. I think maybe now. they should have just doubled down on the 2D. They could have done that too. They could have made it incredibly. I mean, I don't know how you'd make it a better 2D machine than it is right now because it literally was the best back then and almost still is, you know. But I mean, I some guess. people would argue the Neo Geo. But I mean, Saturn's got amazing 2D capability. It's just that at that time, it would have seemed kind of a kind of weird move to go all 2D when in the arcade, you're doing Virtua Fighter and Virtua Racing. And the whole idea that back then sense. was to bring the arcade home. You couldn't mm. have done it. I'm talking too much, Pat. You take these last two. I gotcha. All right. So the next one is uh, Klinsky in charge. And I'm kind of in the middle about that one myself as much yeah. as i do think klinsky was a really great powerhouse i mean he obviously didn't do as well as he did during his the years of saturn and the, and the first couple of years and the decisions mm -hmm. he made so i don't know how much better it would have been mm -hmm. in that regards sadly. well i think okay so personally i don't think that he's like superman or anything <laughs> you know i don't think that he could just save everything but i do feel it, like it was ineffective to have 
him as a lame duck, you know, it was ineffective to have mm-hmm. him as the CEO, but then not allow him to execute on his plans, you know, either have him be CEO and allow him to execute on his strategies or just don't have him and, and, you know, go with Bernie from the beginning or something like that. You know, uh, obviously that wouldn't have happened in history because Bernie was working for, for Sony. But the idea is, you know, like if you're going to launch a console and you're going to appoint a CEO, allow him to execute on his strategies in the territory market and territory that he knows best, you know? So I, I yeah, again, I'm kind of with you on that. It's not like Kalinsky is a silver bullet, but again, he was so ineffective by them not allowing him the control that he needed in order to act as CEO, you know? Um, and yeah, then, so fi- it, it's definitely all over the place. And then finally, just get rid of the competition altogether by partnering with them. You know, uh, sleep with the enemy, and uh, who knows? We'd have like a sleep with you. <laughs> we'd have a Sony Saturn, or we'd have a, a Sega PlayStation. I don't know. That would be interesting. A Sega PlayStation. I'd be down for that. Honestly, or I had... maybe they could have had a Sega and Sega Nintendo station yeah uh, for for the family feud for the purpose of the family feud thing i kind of had to shorten these but um i had an equal number of people saying that we should have uh signed silicon graphics for that deal and then an equal mm-hmm. number of people saying oh we should have just you know done that partnership with sony and uh then you don't have this huge competitor and if anything you got uh you got a partner with deep pockets who really knows how to make hardware and has a lot of the chips on the shelf, you know? So, I mean, that's, those are all thoughts. Those are all, uh, really interesting thoughts. And then, um, you know, we had a few people that, you know, said nothing. I would, I would change nothing. And I mean, that's me actually, (laughs) I've been that guy before where I'm just like, Oh, well, if you change anything, then we're not here doing this show, you know, and, uh, we don't really have a lot to talk about because the the history wouldn't be that interesting. Um, we could, we could say that it's the greatest console of all time because it's still successful. Yeah. And they have like five other consoles, so you never know. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Saturn is great in spite of all of the the history. It's all water under the bridge at this point, and here we are talking about it. But, um, yeah, so there are so many more uh, that I cannot read at this time because this is so small. Uh, you, you know, should, less you complicated. The, the one that I said, though. I think that's the most important one. Yeah, so, Pat, he... He took this question completely different. And this just shows you how different Pat's think. Pat's like this over here with dollar signs in his eyes. He's like, I should, I wanted to go back. I won't buy 12 copies just, of the Metroid He's like, forget Rears. Saturn's failure. Forget Sega's failures. I just want to go back and buy 10, 12 copies of Magic Knight Ray. <laughs> Specifically 12 copies. You're such an opportunist. <laughs> You're just hey, like, you know, you, you got to take it as you see it. You know, you got to yeah. get those stonks, get those gains, you know. Yeah. How it goes. But yeah, th- I think that's at the very bottom that you put it as buy all the rare games or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, anyway. I think yeah, I think there's a lot of opportunity that they could have done to fix the console and and I guess turn the direction. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's a what if, you know? What if the sky was red and the ocean was the ocean was green, you know? Yeah. But yeah, for sure. I think there's a lot of really, really good uh, comments from people as well talking Sorry, about it as well. Sorry, I was getting the call. <laughs> Very unprofessional. No. Yeah, I know. So anyway, oh, sorry guys. Yeah, I was getting a call. Um, but um, but yeah, so there was a lot of a lot of uh, impressions from you guys of different things, and it was just an interesting little way to to kick off the week. And uh, exactly. And then after that, moving forward, we've got. Uh, I had a guy um, on one of the sites. It was Drew Kanaz. He he posted up this little uh, 
this little video that he had basically uh, managed to cut up the PCB on a retro bit wireless and jam all the cram or jam all of the components into an MK1 or like a Western, what we call the Western Model 1. It's not really Model 1, but I'm not going to get into that. Uh, the it's fact is, the, it, my nickname for it is the awful controller. The boomerang, the fat controller, the uh, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it is the Western launch model, uh, the redesign and um, he he was able to, you know, using a donor controller and then using a retro bit, um, write up this really nice guide for folks to follow. If you guys are technically inclined, because th- this is not this doesn't look easy, but he lays it out. Everything you need, all the steps are right here. He was so kind for um, he didn't have his like own website. He does have his own YouTube channel, and we uh, posted a video showing um you know, showing his, uh, I guess results, you know, and that he got it working, but he didn't have a website to host this stuff. So he was, uh, generous enough to give us this information, allow us to host it on the Shiro site for you guys as a resource. If anybody wants to do this, if you, if you prefer this controller, and I mean, I kind of gave him a hard time in the article. I joked that, you know, we're more than happy to, uh, (laughs) we'll be more than happy to pass you your controller of choice as we go head to head in a street fire zero three match, because I'm going to be much better on the Japanese pad than I am going to be on that other one. Cause that other one, the the buttons just feel mushy to me, but that could just be me. Uh, Anybody who happened to like use this controller back in the day and get good with it. I can understand how you would prefer it now. Uh, but yeah, it's all about the fight stick, Dave. My uh, admittedly, I was not there on launch day. I wasn't there day one. My first Saturn uh, that I got in like late 96 or January 97, it was like Christmas, uh, was a model two was like a, (laughs) was like a round button Saturn and it had the Japanese uh, original pad design. So that's the one that I came up on. And, um, you know, that's why I love that pad. Cause to me, that's the original pad that I had, but, uh, I do. My first pad actually was the model was the I guess the American style pad. Yeah, I like the aesthetics of it, but it yeah. just felt awful to play as I felt much better on the the Japanese style pad. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I, the, I agree. The shoulder with buttons you. are just unforgivable. There are there. I've ran into a few folks on the Facebook groups and on Twitter and stuff like that who just swear by the the boomerang pad and they just say that that's what they you know they have bigger hands or it just feels more comfortable to them or it's just what they came up on. I, I you know I've known people who are like really good at knights like uh, Morgan Patrick in one of the groups. She swore by this thing and she said that that's how she played knights. I couldn't imagine how anybody would play knights with a digital pad in the first place, let alone that digital pad. But that's the one she preferred. And um, she was quite good at it, all things considered. So, I mean, there um, for those that really prefer this pad, now you have a guide to make a wireless version of it. And it's kind of interesting. I, I'm really interested in trying it out because he says he replaces the micro switches in the controller yeah. and the thumb, the, the shoulder buttons. Yes. So that's the so, thing that's going to make it better is is by um, where where are those? Yeah, he, he, he gives you... Uh, it gives you um, some examples of some micro switches that you can pick up from like Mouser or um, what is that? What are the other company that uh, supplies electronics stuff like that? Um, yeah, probably just a bunch of electro- any electronics. Digi-key or something. Yeah, DigiKey or Mouser online. Grangers. You can, Grangers no. Yeah, you can get this stuff cheap. And um, yeah, if you put new micro switches in it, then I can understand how it would be an improvement. And then we're just talking about you know the the feel of the pad. But um, but yeah, so you've got that going on. And I just want to mention while we're at it that um, 
um, I think it's worth mentioning that I've had a lot of issues. I don't have any problems just playing games with the retro bit pads, but I have noticed since getting like a satiator um, and even back with the mode that sometimes they just don't play nicely with the wireless pad because of the fact that they're looking for input at boot at boot up and it takes a while for it to like sync you know have you noticed that at all you know it's funny with the uh not with the 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 saturn but with the genesis when i got the mega sd and i used that it actually i could not actually run the menu from that either yeah it's weird uh i mean like the controllers when you're playing they work fine and the latency is almost negatable or negligible Mm -hmm. but it's like sometimes i i I, uh, experience issues that are immediately solved by plugging in a wired controller and that and and either it's a fluke but it's happened so many times now where a game will lock up i'm using an ode mind you not not a disc if it's a disc it's smooth sailing the whole way but if it's if it's an ode either the mode or the satiator i've noticed that sometimes i'll get lockups or i'll get some kind of errors black screen errors that are instantly solved by just rebooting the console with a wired controller. So, um, I don't know. Go figure. I, I feel like that's worth mentioning, and maybe some folks have some insight into why that might be happening. But um, next on the list um, is crazy. It's something that kind of comes out of left field. Left, yesterday, we w- I wake up. left field, though? <laughs> well, well, yesterday is April Fool's, right? And so I wake up, and yeah. this is one of the first things I see. I think Nick's, Nick was one of the first people to, like, share it out. And um, and I'm just thinking, like, okay, that's fake news, right? Am I allowed to say that, or is YouTube going to hit me for saying fake You're, news? We're banned now. <laughs> we're, we're offline. But I'm just like, okay, it's April Fool's and everything. And then, um, and then like, Daniel over on one of the groups is, do, you know, posting the same thing. And I'm just like, okay, what the heck? So yeah, come to find I out. Remember, I remember, yeah, he, he has the videos of that, and he always talked about that, and I was like, yeah. wait, what? So La- The Last Dynasty, this is a game that um, if, you're, if you've been in the Saturn scene and you've been in, like, groups, either on Twitter or Facebook, it's been talked about for a few years now. People have, um, you know, shared out this information that this game exists and that it's complete and that, um, that it was basically, like, ready to go out the door but they just didn't release it. And I, you know, I did the write up on this. I can only assume we can only really speculate that the reasons were that Sierra, um, wasn't going to make any money on it, I guess. And at this point it probably, yeah, it was probably wasn't profitable. It just wasn't profitable. So they were like, okay, well we have, we've put this, we've put this much money in so far to develop it, but we're going to be out this much more money if we, pay for like a huge print run that doesn't sell so it's like at some sometimes you just have to cut your losses um if if things mm-hmm. aren't looking good and it, who knows maybe the original one for the pc didn't do that well i don't know um i don't really have a whole I, lot I of certainly haven't heard of the game before until <laughs> until they started posting on here yeah it's like a it's like a mashup of mist versus uh wing commander or something like that like yeah, so there's like the same thing yeah. yeah you got like the colony wars thing where you're like in a spaceship shooting but then there's also like fmv and like ele- missed elements like where you're doing adventure stuff and everything like that so anyway um the image gets dumped a couple days ago on the hidden palace or sorry hidden palace yeah it said it went to, was it the 31st right uh, it was the 30th. Well, okay, I guess it went up on the 30th, but they're yeah, saying the, the published date. On there. Yeah. Well, right here it says the uh right here it says the 30th. This is Oh, huh, that's weird. Anyway, it might be one of those time zone things. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, um 
So it's developed by Cocktail Vision, published by Sierra Online. Um, here's a picture of the original. Uh, this is the CDR version, the like prototype discs. That I guess were auctioned a few years ago. And then um, Saturn Guru. This is his old video on YouTube that you guys can check out. This was shared like in 2018. Um, showing that the silvers, the pre-production silvers were actually running on a stock Saturn. Um, Mm -hmm. And he has subsequently released his game, his version of the game. I can only imagine. And that's Daniel, right? That's Daniel Smith over on the Collectors of America. Sorry, not Collectors of America. Saturn Collectors of Gamers. Yes, yeah, there's a lot of set. Sa- there's a lot of Saturn groups on Facebook. I know some of you folks aren't even straight. on Facebook, so it's hard to keep straight. But um, here's a here is a copy of the box shots, front and back of the PC box. A little description that we pulled from Moby Games, so they're credited there, and some screenshots. Um, we're actually going to be streaming this today. On the, I figured, you know, like I can't uh i can't pass up the opportunity to stream an unreleased game <laughs> you know we yeah, kind of have to cool. i have some other i have some other stuff on satiator like some pinball stuff but uh, we've been playing pinball now for like two or three weeks i don't know so we need to take a pinball break yeah we need to take a pinball break and this is kind of exciting that there is yet another unreleased game that is now released so it just, that's amazing it just goes news. to show how many other unreleased games are out there you know Absolutely. I, I mean, I don't even know. Like there, there, there's a there's a Russian site. I forget the name of it. But there's a Russian site that has like a listing of like several, um, several unreleased games. And you know, some of them have had like beta or prototype leaks. Some of them are, you know, say that they were 100% complete, but they're still missing. This is just one of those ones that was like supposedly 100% complete minus a few bug fixes, but it was basically ready to go and unreleased. So that's kind of crazy. Um, yeah. but yeah. And, and April fools, you know, you don't expect any real news on April fools, but I kid you not guys, you can download this right now from hidden palace, or there's like a direct link on our website. You can download this ROM. Um, Pat and I both have it's real. I kid you not. So this is, you know, we're not it's pulling not your leg too. And, and, and yeah, to be honest, um, well, you're going to see for yourself. Um, there is some cheesy goodness though, in the FMV cutscenes and stuff like that. If you're into the whole like B movie kind of thing, I think you might get a kick out of it. But yeah, as, as, as games go, I can see why maybe they didn't release it. Um, sorry. Yeah, we need to move on because we've got so much to talk about. Um, let's see. Bulk slash localization. Um, so the Shiro disc. So a couple, I want to say like a month or two ago, some folks were just kind of like talking about like, I want to get in on a project. What what's out there that hasn't been, you know, translated or what could we work on together? And like four different guys got together to work on this bulk slash localization. And I was just amazed to see this come together kind of like from the beginning and see these guys work together. Um, you've got, um, lacquerware uh, or, uh, Greg lacquerware. You got, um, Dan, Danthrax four, you got Memphis or Mamdu who's in the, he's been on the streams before he's, um, he's in our chat a lot and he's in the, the, the Shiro discord server. And then Galleon, if I'm saying that right, Galeon or Galleon, Galonian. Uh, Gal- Ga- yeah. Well, I think it's Galleon. Anyway, they've yeah, all been Galleon. working. They've cool. all been working doing, you know, they've been extracting images. They've been patching the image parts. They've been doing the, they're working on the voiceover. They're trying to get actors or actresses to help with that. So if you're interested in this project and you happen to be like a voice actor, um, there's contact info at the bottom here that you can get in touch with them because they are looking for people uh, who can do a good job on this. They've 
Post I should it. I should really apply. <laughs> you should apply. Yeah, yeah I should um, apply and see if I can get a get a role. Who know? Can you do a female voice? I think that's what they're asking for here. Is it, it's only female voices? <laughs> uh, well, they list. They said actress, actresses. So actresses. I don't. I gotcha. Yeah, I mean. So anyway, but they did post up like a proof of concept video showing what's showing that it's very possible that they've already got it figured out how to insert that audio. They really just need the the person to do the voiceover, and then um, they've got proof showing you know how they're able to get all the characters localized so this is excellent news bulk slash is an amazing game uh i know sam the southern sega gentleman is going to be hugely excited about this he's gonna, he's, he's gonna i'm sure he's gonna because i think he he was one to work on that too I yeah he was, he was and i mean I, I imagine that he would be if it wasn't for the fact that he's been so busy and he's been out on the road uh working really hard but i know that he's back right now for like a a couple weeks stint so he's probably going to be doing a vi uh, putting some kind of video up um first and foremost spending time with the family that's always first priority but if he gets any time i wouldn't be surprised if he posts something up about this or um you know eventually does a video because he's done bulk slash uh streams before and he even did some localized box art for it so i know he's big on this game because he's a huge mecha fan so uh, for all those of you that like bulk slash Hell, for those of you who haven't played it, uh, you definitely need to go play it and experience it. It's a great game on the Saturn. It incorporates 2D and 3D very well. And uh, with the English translation, it's going to be that much more accessible. So it's already, it was already a pretty accessible game, but you just don't know what they're saying, you know? Who cares? As long as it's fun, what does it matter, right? Yeah, exactly. This is all you. This was your write-up, Pat. Gotcha. Sounds good. All right, so uh, I know it's sort of a little bit off the beaten path for us to go into Dreamcast stuff, even though we've, we've done it before. But, uh, you know, as a massive uh, Sakura Wars fan, I always love getting games for it because, you know, we really didn't get a lot in the States. We really got really uh, So Long My Love and, of course, the new Sakura Wars game on Dreamcast. Uh, sorry, on Dreamcast. The new Sakura Wars on the PS4, which I'm still playing through. It's really fun. Recommend that. But, uh, yeah, recently uh, Derek, a.k.a. A-Team, uh, who has also done before the the Dreamcast games for uh, translations for Evangelion and uh, Taxi 2, which I had a little hand in doing Taxi 2's uh, FMV subtitles. But yeah. uh, enough for me. It's about him. So uh, he d he decided, hey, why don't I try doing a Sakura Wars uh, column? I was like, all right, go for it, dude. So he's slowly been translating it, and it was to the point where he was saying that Besides the press start button in the main menu text, everything else was in pure Japanese, so pretty much everything had to be converted. As you can see, it went from that to, uh, if you scroll down a little bit, to that right there. Right. Where the, the text for the for the, the English, for, of course, Iris, the best character, of course. Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, but basically, uh, it's basically a basic column games, you know, connect them, but there's a bunch of voice acting, a lot of really fun mini games, and I played a little for a little bit and it was a ton of fun i would recommend people try this out when it drops because i'm not typically a puzzle guy but i definitely think it was a lot of fun 
Uh, did you did you get a chance to play this at all, Dave? Or I haven't gotten to play. I, ha- I am definitely interested. In fact, I am a novice when it comes to columns, but I figured mm-hmm. this is the perfect way for me to break into it. I have my mode yeah. ready. I uh, I am going to get this on the mode. I hope we have an opportunity to stream it. I think that ought to be you, really. And I should just do color commentary or whatever. Cause, uh, but I definitely want to play this game. And actually, I'm very impressed with how thorough Derek is because um, not only did he translate the game, uh, he included he included all of the DLC that's embedded yeah, onto on the, the disc. Yeah. So you can actually, using the on-disc browser, you can go into the DLC area and download all of the DLC off the disc onto your VMU. So that's awesome right there. And then on top yeah. of that, he went one step further and he translated the little graphic for the VMU. So, I mean, like, he... He went all out. So when this launches, I mean, you literally could put a plastic wrapper on this thing, and, and it would be like it would feel like an American Dreamcast release, you know. Um, so I, I would definitely be down to buy a repro of that. I, I, mean, I I'm would not too. Usually, fan of it, but yeah, I, I would be down to buy, it, especially on Dreamcast. So yeah, but, uh, I mean, this is this is polished, like. What he's finally going to release, and I know that he's taking this very seriously because he's talked about, he's, th- he's very meticulous and talked about how important each little tiny aspect of this game is. And, you know, someone might go and think, oh, well, it's a puzzle game, you know, how, how complicated could it be? But, like, he's really gone deep into, like, it's all the little Trust me, there's <laughs> nitpicky a lot of aspects. Stuff on there. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited to put this on my mode and rock it on my Dreamcast for sure. So, uh, and here's all of his contact informa- information. There's a link to the Sega Extreme page, the Dreamcast talk forums, his GitHub, the Twitter. So we've got everything here, including his YouTube channel where you can check out videos of it. Yeah, and it's kind of funny. He came into the community year, like a, like about a year or so ago, just you know chatting and talking with us, and like it was he more just than exploded. that. I think it was like a couple years ago. Probably, I, yeah, yeah, but I mean, uh, but yeah, he's he's one of those ones that have been with us for a while and, and in chats and stuff like that, and so it's really excited to exciting to see him start uh, working on projects and uh, and putting he's stuff like out. he's like blowing through a bunch of them like it's just like yeah. one after another like he's he's done like three in a span of a few months exactly so it's crazy very prolific and, and they're great games yeah these folks are these folks are killing it um, next up. More from the community. Uh, we've got uh, Sansigolo, G Sansigolo, I think is what he goes by on uh, on uh, Twitter and Facebook, right? Yep, and you... it's the and it's a few of them. It's a few of them. What okay, so yeah, so this this guy and we 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 talked to him on the cast. He was in our chat during the during the live stream. He may he may join us today uh, during the live stream, but you know he yeah. basically does uh, he basically does visual novels. And I noticed that he does them, uh, they're multi-platform. Like, uh, one of them I clicked through, and I saw, like, this one right here is playable online in, like, a higher, uh, where was it? Actually, I don't, uh, I don't know if this is the right link. Uh, mm. But I clicked, I clicked through to one of his projects before, and I noticed that it was, like, in higher res, and he was, like, uh, it was playable online, and then he's, like, porting it to the Saturn. I think I believe yeah, that's, I think that's that's what he's doing for that's a few how he's of his doing games. It. It's like yeah. simul- simultaneous releases. Which so like this I one, for example, really cool. Red Moon Lost Days. You can it's or or uh, the Nightfall Riot. It's playable online, but you can. But then he's also like downscaling it and putting it on the Saturn, which is awesome. I mean, hopefully that means that the Saturn has a, a bright future of lots of graphic no- or not graphic novels but visual novels you know so yeah i know a I lot mean, of people got, are into Chris those Mingle, we got the we got the, the yeah. lighthouse one that just dropped exactly 
I mean, it's the 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 amount of, of visual novels we can have is endless. So it's only exactly. a matter of time till we get Snatcher two. Snatcher two would be amazing. Uh, that that would be awesome. Uh, maybe who knows? Maybe one day we'll have like our own little Shiro visual novel. <laughs> I'd have oh, to yeah, figure just out the d- dating sim date one of the shiros. Date one of the shiros. No, 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 no. I wouldn't go that way with it. Oh man. But uh but yeah, so we are well we welcome you guys. If you guys are working on projects that you would like a signal boost, you would like us to talk about it on the show, we would be more than happy to do so. All exactly. you have to do is join the we we put a link in the description for our Discord, which you guys are more than welcome to join. And then uh, just DM either Patrick or myself uh, with the information, and we'll get a write-up onto the website. And we are more than happy to feature uh, community projects because, you know, this is uh, this is what we do. And we're super excited about all the cool stuff you guys are making. Uh, it's just crazy that, uh, you know... I know it's cliche to say the Saturn is our future <laughs> by now because that's that's been repeated quite a few times. But I but mean, it's true. It's true. We really like the fans. Really, are just taking it into their own hands to yeah. like also make, go to the make article. Did you like the, Did you like the little reference I put in there to uh, the best dating sim? Oh, was it doozy? Was it a doozy J reference? Yeah, G- yeah, G R doozy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. G-R-Doozy. That's right. I I saw that screenshot and I was like, wait a second. That's not one of his games, but yeah, no, no, we need a localization on that. I'm not kidding. <laughs> you know, that would I'll, be awesome. I'll get something going. Yeah, for sure. And, um, and I'll, re- I'll rename whoever that guy is the whale guy, whale man. He's officially just going to be named whale man. I don't care about, about keeping localization, like keeping integrity. It's going to be whale man if I translate it. So yeah, if you don't absolutely. like that too bad. Yeah. Um, I mean, so, okay. So just to recap, uh, we had, you know, we had community opinions on uh, Saturn's, you know, troubled past. You know, we had uh, a Western MK1 pad mod for, uh, you know, cramming retro bit internals into the Western MK1 pad. You guys want to check that out? Drew Kanaz did uh, did the mod and he also wrote up the guide. So thank you, Drew. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. And uh, he also mentioned that he has a couple other projects in the works that he does plan on sharing with Shiro. Uh, so stay tuned for those. If you guys are technically, you know, hardware inclined and you guys are good with a soldering iron, uh, those will be things to look out for. Uh, We had an unreleased game drop on April Fool's. Well, before April Fool's, but we found out about it on April Fool's. So that was was April Fool's. (laughs) We thought it was an April Fool's, but nope, it's real. And uh, that's crazy. um, It'll be interesting to see what happens with that uh, in the days and months to come. Uh, if it'll, you know, get a mention on the game history preservation or whatever, you know, with Frank Cifaldi or, uh, you know, Kelsey Lewin, right? She, she's a part of that, that project as well. Right. I mean, you'd imagine, you'd imagine something like this would be important to, to those folks for sure. And, uh, you know, I just think that Saturn really just has the, the low light when it comes to that stuff. It does. It's true. I mean, like, you know, if anything from Nintendo 64 or 64 DD comes out or anything like that, it's like the hugest news ever. But if it's like Saturn, it'd break the internet. This one, it's like, Oh, it's Saturn. It's like, all right, that's, that's cool. Add it it to the archive. I guess whatever People, people are so indifferent, you know? And they're like, uh, well, I guess it doesn't help that it's not like a crazy, you know anime or weeb style game you know <laughs> like if it was then yeah. i'm sure that that would make it make more waves but instead it's just we'll kind of like... go to japan and scour the the archives and see if we could find anything 
We've got a bulk slash English localization that's looking amazing. I don't think it's going to take them that long to finish. Honestly, it sounds like it sounds like they're they are working quickly on it, and uh, mm-hmm. so I am super stoked to play that. Column Soccer Wars Columns Two on Dreamcast also very nearing completion. Um, very exciting. Uh, we're not a Dreamcast site, but that doesn't matter. We're all Dreamcast fans. Some of us, even exactly, we'll, yeah, we'll be, like we'll it's be almost talking equal. about Dreamcast, anyways. Exactly. So we love we love the Dreamcast, and we're super excited for Soccer Wars Columns Two. Uh, thank you, Derek, for that. A team, and then we get. Thank you, man. Uh, He's in the chat. He's in the chat too, by the way. If you want to, awesome. hit him up. Yes. Thank you, Derek. Thank you so much uh, for the work you've done for the community. And thanks for just being a part of the, the Shiro server and uh, being active. And then, of course, G. Sansagolo with his three, not one, not two, but three visual novels. I can only imagine that he's going to keep knocking these out of the park. Uh, he said that the, the latest one that he's working on, Red Moon, is like a, has like a four-month development cycle, and it'll be ready to go. So. Oh wow! He, yeah, he's got his ducks I'm in a row. Play that one. He's like, I, you know, I write the script, I got all the assets, then I just go and go boom, 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 and and it's done. Yeah. So I mean, once he has the engine done and all set, yeah. set in set in stone, it shouldn't be too hard. I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that he's porting them, you know, from another platform. Yeah. So he's like, he's got them all. He's basically got them all finished, and then he's just like porting them onto the Saturn. So uh, it's enough. just a matter of you know, it's just a matter of how long that takes for that process. I'm but to play him. For a week of a lot of what seems like a lot of news, we kind of like burned through that pretty quickly. <laughs> we got yeah. we got done well, before we're, the we're fast hour. Talkers, yeah, we're fast talkers. Yeah, I mean, if you want, we could talk about a topic or something that you you like this to is talk true. about. Or yeah, this or we is take true. a question. If anybody anybody in the chat wants to ask us something, uh, I, I guess uh, we'll see we'll see the first thing somebody wants to talk us to talk about. Well, you know, you can open up. Uh, you can actually open up the the chat if you want. You can unmute everybody. Because uh, gotcha. we got, we're not starting the stream yet. We usually start that hour too, but we got like 15 minutes to burn here. So I guess I could switch over to the stream. Yeah, it's it's cool. We but, speed uh, run. Yeah. We, we 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 speed run that. That's what we did. Yeah, actually, there's there's something I might want to talk about. Is that what uh yeah, what future translations would you like? That's not Princess Crown. Um. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm not one of those people who's like super dying to have Princess Crown. I mean, I've I've played yeah, Princess I mean, Crown. I'm not saying, yeah, I on just the meant PSP. Like just anything else. Yeah. Yeah. So for yeah, me, just... go ahead. Oh yeah. Oh, Emerald Lover's in here too. So oh. so for me, oh, your green screen just came down. <laughs> you guys have seen. <laughs> we you've you've pulled oh, back shit. the curtain. Literally pulled back oh, the geez. curtain. Well, Pat, now now it's down. way. <laughs> Everything's falling down. Everything's falling oh, down. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. I, new strategy. New strategy. Okay, we're good. We're good. I, we've got we've got a bunch of like Sorry creases. <laughs> we've got a bunch of creases now. You guys have seen it here first. Uh, no, for me personally, I'm gonna say um, I, despite it being quite playable in English, I would love to see Vakin Rotor uh, translate receive a translation. I'm I'm a huge like cyberpunk guy, steampunk cyberpunk kind of thing. I love the artwork. I and... <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, you're, yeah. you're, we're we're okay. You, you, you know, um, so any Vakenrodo, Vakenrodo, Vakenrodo for me would probably be uh, close to number one. You know, one that I would love to see translated, but I don't know. It, it would be the most monumental task. Would be um, that uh, Monotagari. The gosh, what is the full title? It's like a mouthful, but it's the hand-drawn, huge sprites, 
and I, and I know part of the title is the Monotogari game. Uh, I, I have it, and it's like a two-disc game. It's like super thick, has a huge book that comes with it. And um, the Island of Seven Winds, I think, is the mm-hmm. localized title. But I would love to see that uh, translated. And um, I know that a Spanish translation was in the works years ago and i don't know if it was ever completed and i imagine you know if they translate it into any latin-based language they'd be able to then easily translate it into english but again like um that's a game that i would love just because of the art and the music it's it's pretty cool and i'm a big like point and click adventure game uh you know fan personally <laughs> but yeah, yeah there's there's actually one i want though what's that's that the one i want really badly uh shin megami tensei digital devil summoner oh yeah 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 the SMT as, as games big... are awesome, and there's like yeah. two or two of those on the Saturn, two or three of them. Yeah, but yeah, I would love the di- di- Digital Devil Summoner. That'd be great to have on there. Yeah, and then um, yeah, and, is somebody working yeah. on Soul Hackers for Saturn? Heard, yeah, somebody somebody is working on Soul Hackers, I believe. Because there was like a 3DS version that was translated, right? And uh, I I don't know if they're working off of that for the assets or. I, I, that's that's a project I need to look more into so that I have more information to speak on it knowledgeably. But um, but at least it was something that I saw in passing that somebody was working on Soul Hackers, and I'd be down for that. Um, yeah. What about you guys in chat? I, in the voice so, chat. Uh, I just kind of been sitting quietly, but I, I did want to poke in on, on that Soul Hackers thing. Uh, I, from what I've heard, the SMT translation project. Uh, was uh, some guy managed to figure out a way to uh, strip the text out of the the DS version and have a proof of concept in the Saturn version, but the progress has been slow and there haven't been a lot of updates, so it looks like it's doable, and if someone wanted to put the effort in, it should be able to be done without a whole heck of a lot of trouble compared to some other translation projects, but I, I just don't think there's a lot of will there, considering... It's it's not like a super exclusive game like yeah. some of the other Saturn RPGs might have been. Yeah, that's some of these enough. things just aren't very high priority if they've already been released on other things. I mean, I think that's part of the reason that Princess Crown, you know, there's not been that much of a rush on it. It's like people can play it, you know. Um, Grandy, I took forever. What's that? Oh, was, oh, James was saying something, but he oh yeah, I think got cut off. Kind of cut off. there's like half a dozen people in chat right now so we're probably gonna all gonna start talking over each other when something interesting comes up for everyone yeah i think i think i'm muted but yeah james you can talk if you want sorry about that uh but yeah uh what about uh i guess uh what about you trekkies unite is there or actually no i guess emerald is there anything you want that hasn't been really announced yet or that hasn't been worked on i think that is a no (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, no emeralds. <laughs> those guys are those guys are so busy working on new games, uh, which is also amazing. And you know, I am really—I have to say—I'm probably more excited for um, tr- English translations get a lot of attention just because they're known quantities. They're like known games that that uh, that people have wanted for years, you know. And so whenever you see like something like Bulk Slash is getting an English translation everybody throws their hands up and is like, Oh, I got to play that, you know? But, uh, I mean, I've been playing bulk slash for years. And so it's, I, it's, it's not like I haven't experienced it. Right. Uh, experiencing it in English would be great. And definitely I will give it another playthrough in English. Um, but that doesn't t- add or take away from the fact of what a great game it is. 
but yeah i've already played that so like i'm really um i'm really excited to see like what happens with seni ryu for example like uh emerald nova's game he's got like a good solid like idea and framework there but to see that fleshed out in into the form of a game for me is going to be really exciting and like xl2 the stuff that he's working on um the sky's the limit really i i can't wait to see what's going to happen for next year's uh homebrew competition because it seems like these things just keep getting better and better every year you know and more people start dogpiling on you know as far as like well i want to make you know if, if they've got experience and they want to start you know poking around the saturn hardware uh it just seems like a lot can be done with this machine that hasn't really been you know looked into there's a lot of uh, a lot of things you can get working stuff. on it sorry yeah i'm trying not to talk over him but but I, I did want to address a couple of things that you said uh I, I am in agreement that uh it's it's a lot easier for translation projects to get more attention yeah. and uh more focus uh, especially when they're near completion than uh the homebrew projects the original projects and that's oh. part of the reason why i split up the competition into those two categories uh original game and and hacks batches translation, and I try to throw more money at at the prizes for uh, original games uh, for that reason because I want to see the more original stuff. Uh, it does take more effort to get the equivalent amount of content on screen because you have to source everything. Absolutely. Uh, but uh, I, I, the thing is, the the translation guys and the original game guys, uh, they're not. We all talk to each other, but we we hardly ever do the other guys' things. Like I have right. no idea how to even start with translation, and I'm sure Trekkies can talk, you know, for hours about translation. But I don't, I don't know that Trekkies has actually tried to do an original game because he's so focused on all these projects that he's part of. Mm-hmm. Um, I he's would a... also like to say that to, on the note of, I am um, literally right now programming Final Fantasy as we speak. Yeah, Ooh, Final Fantasy is still a port. But I mean, he's, he's a, the master. No source code. Yeah, I mean, his... yeah, you have to rewrite the engine. I respect that. That is a very hard piece of work to do. But as far as getting original assets together, uh, the design work and the sprite work and the music have been done. Right, but with Trekkies, argue, just to argue in his case is that an artist. he uh, <laughs> he he does a lot of extraction and then like upscaling or re uh, you know. Uh, there's a lot that goes into what he does that I would say is a little different than your typical patcher, you know, than your typical, you know, asset patcher, somebody who goes in and just messes with the hex file. Um, you know, it's like Trekkies is remastering a lot of the content and then finding ways to insert it back in the game and trick the game into running it, uh, which yeah, I do think. Correct. Yeah, which I do think he's kind of like cornered the like he's kind of become the guy for for that kind of stuff. So that's uh, right. I, I respect that a lot. But absolutely, Emerald, um, I agree with, with what you're saying. And I'm, I'm just hoping like I don't think we were even equipped to really showcase you guys as much as we should have been. Um, hopefully by next year we will be. And uh, that's going to be our goal is to really push it hard. It's not about Shiro. It's not about, you know it's about what you guys are doing and it's about the hard work that you're going to be doing for the next year to get prepared for that. I'm sure you guys are all, you know, working your butts off to make great stuff. That's going to impress all of us. So hopefully we're in a really good position to boost your signal next year and, and really help people understand that there's some really awesome stuff coming to the Saturn because of you guys. Yeah. So at the moment I'm working on uh, blue skies, it's a flight scent game. Uh, it's being directed and, and, largely produced i guess you'd say 
by Xenos, and Xenos is the guy that did the art for Scenario, all the modeling. Oh, right. Um, yeah, so so that's what I'm working on right now. Scenario is kind of on the back burner until the second half of the year, okay. or until I finish Blue Skies, whichever comes first. Uh, and uh, for next year's or this year's competition, I should say, because it's it's going to start in September or whatever, you know, yeah, September it sounds like, and end on on New Year's. Uh, I'm accepting donations to expand the prize pool. So this year, I've just received the 3D prints, uh, and I've uh, already grabbed the money. So I'm, I'm actually starting to mail out this weekend mm-hmm. all the prizes for everyone that won something this year. I'm gonna if I can get more money for in the prize pool. I'll put a little bit more of my money this year again, but uh, with all the shipping costs, it's actually like doubling my cost because I have to ship 3D prints. Uh, uh, if, if more people come in, I can give prizes to a larger number of people, and I can expand the prize pool for the highest uh, prizes. Ooh. Never know. Maybe, maybe, maybe we can throw some stuff in, like some Saturn games or something. And maybe if you can really throw in a bias. We could throw in a pre-fund printer. <laughs> Right? Yeah, no, yeah. Wink, wink. We'll, we'll, we'll ship you a, a giant prefund prefund printer. I imagine you'll be enjoying that. Seriously though, uh Emerald, uh DM one of us with that information, like all the little bullet points, and we'll do a write-up and we'll talk about it and push it out. Uh what your plans I'm, are and the kind of engagement and the uh cooperation that you want from the community. We'll we will solicit people to to uh donate if there's like a link that they can do that. So actually, if you go to emeraldnova.com, I've okay. opened up a relatively new section called Community. Okay. And uh, I've tried to fill it out with as much historical information and bios of all the people in the uh, Saturn Homebrew community. Right, the who's hold. who. Yeah, the who. It's basically a Rolodex with right. uh, people who they've worked with, some you know really short boilerplate interviews, and what projects they've been on. Uh, a lot of people have their pages filled out already. Some don't. I'm still working on it. Some some people aren't available anymore. Right. Like some people are from way back when, Rock and B and, and whatnot, and Cyber Warrior X. Cyber Warrior. But but you can kind of piece together, like from a historical perspective, how things have evolved. There's links. There's pictures to different pieces of hardware. Uh, but oh. on that same page, if you scroll down to the to the competition section, you'll see the results. Uh, again, thank you guys for being judges. You'll see the results for this mm-hmm. last year's competition along with a donate button for this year's competition. And I will open the page up for the 2021 or the uh, 26th anniversary, 27th, I forget. Okay. Uh, well, for... cool. Well, we will point uh, folks to that page then uh, and yeah. encourage them to visit it. Excellent. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really thought that, uh, I mean, this, this last competition was... Uh, I mean, I, I think it was a, a good success. I think it was a big success considering how early it is in the game. And uh, assuming you do this annually and that it continues, to, uh, it's only going to get bigger. And I do yeah. think that hopefully, you know. Yeah, I, and a lot of people I, were interested I have all in intentions to, to keep this going perpetually, even if I have to retire from homebrew. If yeah. uh, if if my time runs out, I'm still going to keep funding it. Continue so to organize if, it. if scenario for some reason falls out or I just don't have time to program anymore, I will still continue to fund this competition and try to organize a centralized database for helping people to get started. Cool. So I, 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 I've been slacking on the tutorials, but I should mm-hmm. eventually have tutorials on my website to get started in either Joe Engine or Y'all for how to actually build your own game. That's awesome. Because I want more people to try and enter. That's awesome. That is good news. Excellent. So exciting stuff on the horizon, and we're really, really just... Uh, grateful and privileged to be able to have you guys with us in the chat and have us on the Shiro server 
check out Emerald's page. Um, we will link it in the video once this thing goes live. Uh, once this thing goes up as a VOD, um, we'll go ahead and link, uh, mm-hmm. put a link to that in the description. We'll probably even uh, write something up on the website with uh, links to forward you guys over there so that you check it out and that you're sure to, uh, you know, donate to their cause over the next year because uh, the more that like like he says the the bigger the cash prize the more involvement people the more incentive people are going to have to get involved you know because a lot of times these guys who are programmers they can't really work on something if it's not gonna at least pay the bills a little bit or like you know um i know i was talking to uh i was talking to walfredo i think it's, it's walfredo who's uh he goes by miss salon and he's working on a game where he he's like i can really only work on it in tiny little bits and pieces because it doesn't pay the bills at all it's only like a passion project so it's like you know he's like i i gotta prioritize things that are actually going to you know pay the rent so i can understand but well, uh, i don't think the money is ever gonna pay the rent like like xl2 won first prize by a very slim margin over seven shades this last year and he only got like a 20 dollar or 25 dollar cash prize and 3d print okay so, well uh, unless unless some millionaire comes in and just dumps money on the competition so right. that like all 20 entries or all 25 entries can all get like 500 bucks. I don't think it's going to happen. Hmm. That's an interesting idea though. I wonder if someone out there would be interested in, uh, in supporting such a thing, like on a, on a larger scale, you know, maybe even if it was like a thousand or $5,000, you know, it'd be interesting. It's definitely something that we can put out to the community. Cause I know there are folks out there who are, you know, have the means and they want to find good things to, uh, to support. So, I think I've even heard people say that they'd be willing to fund their own translation team to get uh, yeah. some of these games translated. I, I have, I've seen, I have seen that personally. So that would be interesting. I mean, we need to see more Patreons for these kinds of things. Like, uh, I, I, I've been, I've had people tell me to start one, but I don't think I, I can put the time commitment on to uh, justify it. Mm-hmm. But definitely for translated games. Uh, I mean, you know, Tre- Trekkies, you and some of the SX guys that, that work together on some of these things should definitely consider a Patreon just to, like, justify your own work. Or at least I'd, back, of- I'd back a Patreon yeah. for all the, all the like, Trekkies and, uh, and Knight of Dragon. I think and, if you uh, get into, like, doing translations, you can get into some legal trouble because technically you don't own the game you're right. getting money for. Yeah, I guess, but I think a lot of people like that are, that do the FPGA projects also have a Patreon for like the CPS one cores and stuff like that. Sure, but and that's like it, but yeah. you're you're emulating. We're talking about like actually working with the assets. I think where Trekkies is is coming from is that uh, there's kind of like an un, I don't know if it's spoken or unspoken, but there's a code to this, and it's like you never charge money. You know, ne- it's all supposed to be free kind of like free yeah. information right you know and so it's if you get into this and you do this you're doing it purely because your heart's in it and and when you release it you don't want somebody taking it taking that and then making a buck off of it right so it's like there's this really there's this really strong code among those people to just you know always have it be free so i can understand why you don't want to get into that gray area um but ag- again i'm a creator i'm a content creator and i understand why it's important to you know have folks have the ability to be able to support you in one way or another. So, you know, mm. I, I can definitely see both sides of it for sure. So, so totally a lot of fan games. There, there's many fan games that get away with this by giving away the game for free, having no restrictions, but saying this is like a donation. 
mm-hmm. and they managed to stay out of trouble for that. But in general, for all of Saturn Homebrew, we're uh, unless you're using y'all, we're all building off of SGL and SBL at least a little bit. Exactly. And even if you're using 100% y'all, you're still using a, a header file that was generated by Sega of America. So no matter what, we're stealing something from Sega when we make these games in order to get them to run on hardware. Mm-hmm. You'd have to like. It'd be com- nice if they had an option to buy the licenses, though. Well, uh, I, I, to be fair, I, I, Sega I had it on an unprotected this, FTP I, server in the '90s. Sorry. To be fair, it comes from an unprotected FTP server that Sega had in the '90s, if I remember okay. correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the homebrew community got really lucky a while back and managed to just open up Sega, uh, Sega's uh, servers and just download a bunch of useful stuff, which we're still using today. Um, I have heard rumors of some people attempting uh, get getting past the front door in terms of attempting talks to actually print CDs that would run on hardware. Yeah, like with act- actually talking to Sega or someone that has Sega's uh, CD print or you know C- whatever the CD. Uh, the wobble printer, whatever. The wobble, the little proprietary protection. It's money that on the table. Say that again? Yep. It's money that Sega are leaving at the table if they don't take the offer. For sure. Yeah. But then they'd argue that maybe the money wouldn't the money wouldn't justify the the amount that they would sell or something of that nature. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of a niche thing that it may not be worth the amount of money you get like up factory up that could actually produce and print that again may not be worth the amount they would get in return right i mean if sony if sony dumped the vita uh, the vita and like ps3 discs for printing i mean i I mean imagine what sega would probably have to do to get that up and running and a lot of these companies they need a guarantee on their investment uh at this stage you know it's like sega was taking risks back in the 90s but they don't really take those kind of risks anymore like lo- love them or hate them, the only way you could probably get away with it is do like what Limited Run Games does, where you do a like, okay, we're gonna take pre-orders, however many we get, that's what we're yeah. making. Yeah, you're taking the risk, and then they're just licensing it, and and they're getting a, uh, they're getting a cut of the profits, but you're the one taking all the assuming all the risk in that scenario. So uh, provided you get permission, which is something we talked about recently, <laughs> projects need to get yeah. permission. It, you, you do have to ask. You do have to have them say yes. You just can't decide. Oh yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna make a Sega licensed game or a Sega uh, franchise game uh, without the license. See how far yeah, that goes. Yeah, you can't exactly do that. I mean, you can try, but uh, you, that kind of stuff I'm usually catches up to you. Future, we might end up with some clever hacker discovering a way of tricking the Saturn into booting a uh, burned disc much like how the PS2 recently had a new exploit discovered all these years later Mm -hmm. yeah and I mean that comes down to user interest uh, the community interest like if there's PS2 such a mainline and uh, you know it's such a it was such a successful console you can just imagine how many people are interested in working on that machine the more and I, and I mean that right there is a great argument for why uh, like Emerald's competition is so important because we just want to get more and more people interested in actually working on the Saturn because that could open up doors to things like that you know somebody making a disco- uh, discovery along the way I mean I know I know that uh, abrasive that um, you know kind of stumbling on the satiator thing was kind of an accident or it was a side effect of him looking into chiptune stuff for for the saturn sound hardware so that's kind of the way things go sometimes you're poking around in certain areas and you find 
you find something else that is interesting and intriguing and worth uh worth exploring so gotcha all right did we want to move on to the, the gameplay yeah. section yeah, like we're running a little bit over now because of this but uh but yeah thanks for discussion guys um i guess we the, can, this we is can continue the discussion in, in the game stream the, to be on honest the video yeah mm-hmm